All right, Joe. So after our last ep, that's uh, episode in our podcast. The lingo. Talking cool with JB and Joe. <laughs> uh, we had a little road trip. Yes, we, We've been on a couple of road trip. trips. We've been on a couple of road trips together, but this yes. was uh, uh, this one required a, a airplane. Yes. A rental car. And if you caught our last episode, you realized that we were not on the same departure. Uh, we did return together, but when we left, we were you 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 were about two and a half hours behind me the entire trip. So we both went Lexington, Atlanta, Atlanta, Fayetteville, or Northwest Arkansas Regional Airport. Yeah. Uh, X and A. Yeah. For those of you who want to schedule your next flight there. So we were two and a half hours apart. So we never got to be in the same point at the same time until we both made it to Arkansas. So I'm the first to arrive, and I'm there. And I come to find out it's about 30 minutes from the airport to Fayetteville. Bentonville, which is where Walmart is headquartered. So it's kind of located so it's easy access for them as well. I get there and I find out that an Uber ride is 50 plus dollars from the airport to Fayetteville. I could either have taken that on my own, then JB would have had to have done the same, and then we could have taken it back together on Sunday, and we're like, this is just too much, and then all around town. So I decide I'm just going to go ahead and pull the trigger. We're communicating. JB's got the GoGo f- in flight app on Delta, <laughs> so we're able to text message each other, and we decide that I'm just going to rent a car. So I go ahead and rent the car. It's $56 for the whole weekend, so actually a really, really good yeah. deal. Worked out well. The woman asked me, she goes, do you want a Ford Fusion or a Nissan Versa? I just look at her and go, lady dealer's choice. Like, just pick whichever one. I don't, that's the same wind-up mobile. Like, just give me one. So she gives us the Nissan Versa, which is neon blue. And I don't think anyone other than JB and I could have fit in this car comfortably. (laughs) (laughs) It, It was... It was a car. It got us to where we needed to go. But it was nice having it. Uh, we parked it on Friday. We just left it at the hotel, Ubered from there. But Saturday it was nice. We went to breakfast at kind of, I would liken it to, JB, catch me or correct me if I'm wrong, kind of like an alfalfa. Uh, in that yeah, not quite so hippie, but yeah. But yeah, but more farm to table, a little hipsterish. Um, we were trying to look for a little more Ramsey's like. But we got uh, we got this, it there. This place was like the the root the size of it was like the old downtown Ramsey's, like that first room that had the bar in it. It was about mm. that big, and yes. then it had yes. it had an addition, which a, would be like the outside at the old Ramsey's if it was yeah, covered in enclosed, covered in clothes, but not heated. So they provided these huge blankets for these people to wrap around themselves. So JB and I had the discussion of, I was like, I guarantee those are provided. And he's like, yeah. I don't know. I think they might have brought them. I go, I don't think they brought them. And then they had a basket full of blankets. We did not use a blanket. We were okay. But food was very good. It was. But then we also, at least I fell in love. Like, I have, like, my new Fayetteville it's your, hot spot. It's your Fayetteville spot. tin roof. Yes. We went there three times. <laughs> we were there two days. <laughs> yeah. We went there... Friday night for dinner, we went before and, the and watched the Slew Dayton game. Correct. Then we went there uh, Saturday before the game, and then Saturday after the game. All right, but in our defense, right, we had tried a couple other places. We didn't love any of them. And we each, also, hold on though. Before that, we also visited six breweries throughout the weekend too. We did. Yeah. 
But those weren't places we were going to go back to hang out. So right. at this JJ's place, they had great food and an extensive menu. So we yes. had options. And each place we sat when we went the three times were very different. So there was an inside bar, which is where we Old sat, yeah. f- where we sat the first night, and met some other Kentucky fans, um, yes. Nick Roush and his dad. Yeah. And uh, we met a, a former uh, military member that we mm-hmm. he was waiting for his wife to finish dance. We kind of just brought him into the fold, so he hung out with us from Iowa. Yeah, yep. he hung out with us for a little yep. bit. So that uh, was the first night. We met the second the, night, uh, Aziz Ansari. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. <laughs> so this guy it? wanted to send us on everywhere. Like he just yeah. he it's Aziz, he was, like he was like Aziz from Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. and he claimed Tom to know everyone where to go, who to yeah. do. It was incredible. He like, was also drinking Dirty Shirley's all night, which long, is like a they pink, were two dollars fruity drink. Uh, yeah, and just but it's a Shirley Temple. He with did not care. Uh, did yeah. not care. And so, yes, <laughs> I forgot. I don't know how I forgot. Well, about he was him. to my left. Yes, you had uh, Iowa gentleman to yes. your right. So very um, different, very yeah. different uh, uh, patrons of JJ's. So then the next day we wanted to get somewhere with good atmosphere prior to the game. So we had gone yeah. to a couple breweries. We ended up at JJ's, but they have like an outdoor bar, uh, which it's in close. Think of almost like kind of like a greenhouse feel, with a mm. lot of light, a lot mm. of natural light, but enclosed and heated. And so we were at the outdoor bar. We were able to get a seat at the bar there. And then went we to met, the game. saw our servers from the night before who were yeah. happy to see us back. Right. Yeah. Running it back. And we yeah. Came regulars in two days. Yeah. <laughs> um, they knew us and we knew them by name. Um, so we kind of uh, were on the hub on that one. Yeah. Went to the game. And then after the game, we sat at a table within the greenhouse outdoor section. Because so again, we were meeting one of my friends, and that's where he suggested we meet. Right. And so yeah. all three were completely different. It would, almost like if you did two keys, like the front side, yeah. the back side, and then outside, like sort of like that. Yes. It just, but two keys with food is similar. Really good that. food. Yeah, it was very good. I had um, wings twice. That didn't go well for you. Yeah, I had wings the first <laughs> night, and then dipped chicken fingers the second night. But. Yeah. Um, but the but you lunch. also, we had, uh, I'd suggested we go there the fir- at first, our first day, but you'd eaten the beat-ups the day before, so you were hesitant Correct. to go back to a wings place. But I did. But they really had a full, a pretty full But menu. then I did proceed to eat wings every night that we You were did. There. But you, you had, they have three different styles, and you had one of each style each time, Well, right? yes, I didn't, I didn't have the, like, well, I had... The double, fr- well, you knew what the name of it was. Like the Jasmine Munson. was one. I had that the last night, which yeah. was delicious. I had like the Munson or something. Yeah. Thurman, Munson. Thurman, I think. Yeah, Thurman, Thurman style. Yeah. Those, which was double fried. So oh. they fried it, dipped it in hot sauce, and then fried it again. Ooh, which doesn't make sense. No, and it needed more sauce, so I got more sauce on yeah. the side. But That's like overall, um, how would you rate the 1 through 10, the overall, the experience, the city, the place, the game? How would 1 through 10, what do you rate it? Have Several good friends who've grown up in Arkansas, some who went to the University of Arkansas, um, my friend from Texas who goes there now. Fayetteville is a great city. Great, co- I think really if you thought of a college town, like it makes sense to be a college town. There's, there's just enough to do. It's very well historically preserved. Lots smaller, of good things. Smaller Lexington. Yeah. But I felt like it, every part of the town was clean. It was nice. Their, their bar area is fun. Uh, the area that we stayed in, it was kind of their Hamburg area, I guess, for lack of better That's words. actually great, yes. Had some stuff out there. Or Beaumont. Yeah. And so I thought it was great. The only bad thing is, like, how far away the airport is. It would be like if you were in 
Frankfurt or Lawrenceburg. Correct. And you had to That's drive it, all yes. the way to Lexington he's to really, go to he's, the, he's making this is a great yeah. um, synopsis yeah. of the trip. So yeah. one one through ten. Uh, I think it's a, at least an eight plus. Ooh, yeah. I was going eight as well. Yeah. I'm a, a solid eight. Like yeah. I, it was way better than Indy last year. Yeah, but Indy has its its uh, pros and cons. But the out, well, the game we haven't even talked about the game. Yeah, um, we'll get to that. Okay, it's, uh, we yeah. have I have some comments about the atmosphere and things like that. So I'll wait. Good deal. I'll hold those. But overall, great trip. Yeah, we, we will probably fun. go back. We talked about going back next time we play them in football. Yeah. Maybe so, we can bring these knuckleheads with us. Yeah, we're my podcast. Yeah, there we go. Well, we're going to rent a car. We're not going to. Uh, okay. right. So uh, we still did Uber everywhere we went, except for the sober breakfast we had. Yeah, which makes sense. It's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe. So what are you what are you sipping on tonight? I swung by the old standby country boy on my way to the podcast recording. Was working? She was not. Right. So later I, tonight. I don't know. Okay. Oh, oh, maybe that might be an idea. Good thinking. Uh, no, she was not there. Uh, it was Kelly. but uh, So I had a Nate's Coffee, and then I picked up a four-pack to bring here for the recording. So Nate's Coffee, which is one of my favorites. It's a seasonal. Um, Nate, uh, I think I've actually mentioned this before. I used to work with him at mm-hmm. Starbucks, and so he has a coffee oh, I didn't shop. know that. Yeah, Nate's Coffee. And so it's their stout. They release it every year around no- October, November. I love it, and it's fading out, getting ready for the spring stuff, so... That's what I'm sipping on tonight. But all right, ready? Yep. Let's, Let's get, get to it. it. Home sure sounds good today. Well, I wanna go. Home. All right, everyone. It is season two, episode two tonight. Welcome back to Let's Get to It. It is Thursday, January thirtieth, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, our nights are all like we cannot pick a consistent night to uh, record this podcast. We're trying. Yeah, Wednesdays or Thursdays. I guess it usually seems to be. We don't like Thursdays in summer because it interferes with our social calendars. Yeah, but we're, um, we're trying to get closer to the beginning of the week. We're trying to get to Tuesdays. What are, are we? Deal? I thought we had talked about. Well, that. Phil works on Tuesday, so he can't be here with us, mm. even though he never talks. Wednesdays? But, Maybe Wednesday uh, might be the day. I don't know. Why don't our viewers tell yeah, us what they, they like? Yeah. <laughs> I still love the viewers. <laughs> anyway, uh, so it's, uh, you know, we still haven't had snow yet. And I know you're a teacher. Or you have that on, is that a topic? Yeah, but it's okay. okay. No, but go ahead. Go ahead and well, chat about it. I can bring it back up. <laughs> Wait, we haven't had a snow day, no. which I love snow days. Now that I work at a remote office, I could have a snow day any day. I'll, I'll say this, stuff. though. I, I do love snow day. Visuals. So the, there hasn't been a year where I really haven't had any. This is my ninth year teaching. And I really haven't had a year where I didn't have at least a handful. But what Fayette County does is they build in snow days. And we've never gotten to the March built-in snow day, which is always the Friday of the NCAA tournament. Oh. So Ooh. part of me is like, I don't want a snow day because I want to be able to have that day off and not have to use one of my days. Right. Because I take it off every year. Let's be serious. <laughs> so I really want to be able to just have that day already. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But so it's been kind of cold this week, but it's I guess it's going to be in the 60s next yeah, week. So. Real warm. A little rainy tomorrow, I guess. But yeah. Really Why do you think February is going to be our winter? I think it's been like that before. The second week of February. Yes, because we had the, well, the ice storm. The ice storm mm-hmm. of O two or O three. Well, I wasn't here then. I was, I'm the talking first more, one. I'm talking yeah. more the eight or nine. 
Yeah. You're right. We, we, I think on one of our podcasts, we figured that exact year. But, uh, but so, yeah, enough. those always happen. Those traditionally have happened in February. But I feel like even when we've had those, we had a day or two where we had significant snow prior yeah. to mm-hmm. that. I just feel like we've gotten nothing. Like, we had a little dusting in, what, November? Mm-hmm. What about the day, uh, I mean, was this the same day where you and me and Lindsay were at Tin Roof and we saw oh, Sam Josh Malone. Hopkins and Sam Malone? That was a nice All in the, the same set. I think that was like 2016. It was a, that was one for the record. It was, a, it was a power hour night, so it was a Wednesday night. Yes. And and, oh, had, that's right. And we had gone out prior to, and we were like, if we get called off, we're just going to make a night of it. Yeah. And then we got called off, and we went to, straight to Tin Roof, and... Yeah, power or Powerball, power, power hour. Yeah. Funny thing was, I think earlier in that week, uh, you know, you would traditionally think where I used to live on Scoville, Montclair and Scoville is like would be a legitimate kind of far walk to go to the bars. Well, we we hoofed it. But we, that night, I was my car was snowed in, or that day my car was snowed in, and I was cabin cabin stewing, cab, cabin sickness, or whatever, cabin fever. Cabin fever yeah. <laughs> And so I walked. It's cabin stewing. Tell us more about this cabin stewing. Put my boots on and my bean boots, baby. My long underwear and had my hat with the uh, flaps and walked to Tinder. A real real, uh, cousin Eddie over there. I didn't think anyone would be there, but it was full. And yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, we yeah. Sam Malone was real happy to hang out with us. Yeah, I think that was early in your courting days, you and Lindsay, or maybe no. I think we're I think we're already engaged. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think it was 2016. I actually saw the picture. I'll look it up here in a minute. But uh, we also went to the other bar that night, I think. Yeah. They still, still don't have our uh, plaque on the Bushwhacker Hall of Fame. <laughs> I don't know. The Bushwhacker <laughs> machine worked for about 12 minutes total. And, yeah. I'm going to find this picture, by the way. But. All right. Um, okay, so let's get started with our weekly segments. The first is Across the Board. That's where we talk about our wins, our places, and our shows. And so let's go ahead and get started with our wins. Uh, my win, I just have one. It's uh, the NFC and AFC champions, so the Chiefs and the 49ers. Looking forward to a great Super Bowl. I know we're talking a little bit about that later in uh, New Circle. Uh, but that, I think they both played great playoff games. Um, I agree. I think they were both kind of the favorites, so maybe that isn't quite as fun, at least to win those games. They weren't. In the, at the beginning of the season to win their divisions. But uh, I thought those were both great playoff games. Yes, I enjoyed both of them. Um, neither of the teams I was really rooting for won. Like, I'm not upset Kansas City won. I'm fine with Kansas City. It was fun to see the Titans on their run. But I feel like Kansas City is a better Super Bowl team Like to be in the Super Bowl. I was hoping again for Green Bay over San Francisco. I just Both are traditional powers. Both have been in the Super Bowl so many times. I just figured the storyline with Aaron Rodgers kind of on his way out versus Mahomes, the new young guy, um, would have been fun. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's probably the more the Super Bowl I've been more excited to see in a few years. Like really, I, well, I'm, I, I don't want to see the Patriots, so I'm glad they're not in it. So that helps me. And then you're seeing two teams that, I mean, San Francisco was there what five years ago with Harbaugh, maybe. Yeah. Or no, Mike Singletary. Where did he go? I think it was Mike Singletary and then Harbaugh. Anyway, them. Yeah. Um, but then not having had Kansas City go in 50 years, I think that's exciting. I, I like I like Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like Sammy Watkins, but isn't he the one that's the – no, not Sammy Watkins, the other guy. 
Who's the other wide receiver? I don't know. The one that like, like the one that's always in domestic disputes. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I don't know his name because I don't like that guy. But I like Mahomes and I like Andy Reid. So yeah. And we'll Do get you know to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yes, Hill. thank you. Because domestic with his kid too, which yeah. really frosts my cookies. But um, we're gonna get to the Super Bowl a little bit later in terms of what we think is gonna happen, outlook on that. But yes, I did watch both games and they were enjoyable. That was the day we got back, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. So it was a good day to lay around because we were off for the next day. Or I was. for Me too. Yep. You take it off or you were off? I take every federal holiday off. Good. Yeah. I like that about yeah. you. It's your civic duty. <laughs> it is. Yeah. If I'm not going to get mail, why should I come to work? <laughs> right? If the mailman doesn't have to work. <laughs> well, in that case, we can. Anyway. My win. I have two. My first win is my brother-in-law, Nick. Got engaged to my coworker Michaela. Yay! They've been dating for a little over two years. I feel like I'm the linchpin. Kind of brought them together. Without me, there would be no Nick and Michaela wedding 2020. But we are very happy for both of them. They have been on cloud nine, so I'm very happy for them. We actually celebrated at your um, home last evening. Yeah. Uh, you were not able to be there when. We had a little gathering um, a couple nights ago. You were on the road, so you were very nice. You cooked a great chicken, by the way. Yeah. That was delicious. And so we were celebrating that, and so it's really exciting. Um, Connor's very excited. Nick's been his best friend forever. Uh, Kyle looks at uh, the Ward family like family as well. So really everyone very excited for uh, the Ward-Hummer wedding in December of 2020. Very excited. Heck yeah. Start saving your money. Key West, baby. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Marathon. Marathon in the Florida Keys. Yes. Um, do you have any other wins? Halfway down. Yeah, that's my win. Um, I have one other one. I have uh, – it's not – because we've had a couple games since then, since we last recorded, but I'm just going to say our UK win streak. I mean, I don't really want to talk about last night's game because that wasn't pretty, but UK has now won 8 of 9. So with other, without that stubbing of our toe in South Carolina, the Arkansas game, which we've already mentioned, was a fantastic game. That atmosphere there was unbelievable. I know people have talked about the Texas Tech. Like, it's hard for me to understand because I don't know what Arkansas looked like on TV because mm-hmm. I was there. But it's hard for me to think that the Texas Tech environment was as strong as it was at Arkansas. They, like, those people were so loud. You and I were right next to each other, and there was points we couldn't even talk. Like when Cal got booted or they went on a run, that atmosphere was just electric. Everyone's pretty kind except for the guy when you would chant defense. JB would get up and chant defense, and the guy about six people down would go, let's go defense. <laughs> and that was the only guy that really really kind of got in our face. Well, not even in our face. Like, he didn't have much to hang his hat on. But So that win was fun. And then, obviously, the Texas Tech win, which was ugly at times, but I think a gritty win, uh, a tournament-defining win, that if you can win those types of games, that bodes well in the tournament. Because you're, you're going to play on a neutral court. That's a, that's a hostile environment. And we've won two big games in a row. and then With students who've been drinking since 10 a.m. for free. Insane, which, man, I should go there. But, um, <laughs> no. and, I, and I think... I think me. I've been to Lubbock. Have you been to Lubbock? No, but I've been to Texas in general. I just, I don't, I'm fine. I'm fine visiting. My sister lives there. Yeah. But, um, but I think with last night's game, I think it's only natural to have a little bit of a let. Like, who gets up for Vandy who hasn't won an NCC tournament game in two years? So I think 
last I'm not going to worry about last night's game, but uh, very happy for the program. I think we're trending up, and I think we're headed the right way. Oh, I just wanted to make a clarification on the Super Bowl. It was the 49ers were there in 2013. Um, you might remember that was the game when the lights went out. So. In the, super, in the Mercedes yeah, Superdome, yeah. Yeah. Seems like when San Francisco's involved, there's a lot of right. uh, earthquakes. Yeah, so not, nonsense. Was Kaepernick their quarterback then? Who was the quarterback? No, it would have been, what's it? No, Steve Alex, Young? Alex Smith? <laughs> Alex Smith, who also went to Kansas City after that, right? So maybe he's, Joe real, Montana, he's real invested Joe in Joe Montana and Alex Smith both ended their It careers. was Harbaugh, so I was right on that one. It was the Harbaugh brother. That's right, yeah. the Harbaugh faced each other. That's right, and then I don't know who the, the quarterback couldn't tell you. Elvis Gerback. <laughs> hey, what do you wonder about? He went to the same high school as my dad. Did he? Yeah. My dad's high school had a lot of famous people. But not it was, yeah, it was, it no. was Alex Smith. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick was on the roster. Was Look at me. And Colin Kaepernick on the same <laughs> roster. So. That boy, Joe. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, no, but a little tangent real quick. So my dad's high school, St. Joe's in Cleveland. The following people, the Golick brothers, yeah. Mike and Bob Golick both went there. Um, um, Clark Kellogg. Went there from mm-hmm. Ohio State. That's the national basketball mm-hmm. announcer. Elvis Gerbach, Desmond Howard went there. So it was this, this small yeah. school in uh, why didn't Cleveland. You know, why didn't you all go there? So I went to another right. all-male school. Yeah. Oh, my school's better. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and it had combined. It became a co-ed school as well. When my dad went there, it was all boys. Got it. Then, anyway. All right. Places. So our la- I, my place is Arkansas. Um our last, this will be our last talk about it, I guess, unless you have something else. But I want to talk about Bud Walton. I might do in memoriam to our trip to Arkansas. Okay. <laughs> um, and then next year we'll do happy anniversary. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so Bud Walton Arena was very nice. It reminded me a lot of the Devaney Center where Nebraska basketball used to play uh, because there was a big lower deck and then there was probably about a 15-row upper deck. So not, you no know, really steep areas like, when I'm really high up in Rupp Arena, I almost, like, You're get a little scared. lightheaded? Not lightheaded, but it just, like, seems it's, like, really steep, and then you get worried about walking up and down and all that sure. kind of stuff. Uh, so I don't think there was a bad seat in the house. We were, we were in the second row of the upper deck on the aisle, awesome. so you couldn't be any more perfect. And corner, so, like, yeah. good view. And that was great behind us. It was a concourse behind mm-hmm. us. So, like, there was a big, like, there weren't people directly behind us. Which I was pleasantly surprised. But the people in that concourse above us were the people who wanted to sit the whole time. They did not like us, they didn't like when anyone we standing up. up. But the other great thing about Arkansas, Bud Walton, is as of January 1st, they could sell beer there during athletic mm-hmm. events. I assume during their concerts and stuff, they could sell beer there, but they still weren't quite equipped mm-hmm. to handle the beer stuff. Yeah. Like, the regular concession stands, like at Rupp Arena, did not have taps. So you had to go to a special kiosk that were yeah. in the corners, and there were really long lines. Well, it, well, those uh, lines were like 30 people. The regular lines, like peanuts, were like two. Yeah. So uh, but they did have, like, a huge selection <laughs> of, like, they had, like, eight different kinds of beer. Rather than, like, at Rupp, it's, like, Miller, Miller Lite or Bud well, thanks Light. thanks for the Coors Light, then. I well, I got mean, one of my, my, <laughs> you could have got me a Crafty. No, there was, like, it was all domestic. Oh, okay. like, so I got a Bud, you got a Coors Light. Um, there was maybe a, a White Claw, something of some sort. But, yeah, that one, well, I don't know. It was just, uh, 
You didn't even really want one. I still no, got we, you one. You didn't really want one either. Well, I went. I stood in line. Well, I it, went yeah. to the line first, and yeah. then I was like, I'm not waiting yeah, in that line. And then, yeah. But then <laughs> I offered to go back, and you said no. I was gonna go stay in line again. We could also had like ten before. <laughs> <laughs> ten ounces. Ten <laughs> ounces. <laughs> Lindsay, that's not true. I don't know what he's talking about. And those no, Snapchats you got of us no shots, taking shots, that was not us. But we worked it all <laughs> off because we walked after the game. Oh, oh I forgot we about that. to JJ's, which was at least a mile and like up to it was a pilgrimage. really big hills. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah. That's I forgot. Great. That was a really long. We were like, we were passing kids on like scooters and it was, <laughs> I forgot but about I, I had it. But I, it was, it was so, uphill both ways. We were, we were, we were uh, walking so hard that my watch said, I think you're exercising now. Would you like to start a workout? <laughs> well, I had already started my <laughs> <Yeah>. workout. <laughs> I was getting credit for that, baby. Well, I got it. I got credit for it pretty good. So good deal. All right. What are your places? So my place is actually the Chevy Chase Corridor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna, really out of the blue. And I'm going to tie something okay. into you in a second. Yeah. So. The other night we went, like I was, I had mentioned, Michaela's parents threw an engagement party at uh, their condo in Chevy Chase, and so we were there all celebrating. It was a great time, and I can only celebrate for so long. Then I got, I get a little antsy, mm-hmm. so I decided I hadn't been out there in a while. So I went over to um, Beer Trap. You left the party by yourself to go to these other places. Yes, <laughs> but I met I met some other listeners. Right. The, I met some other listeners viewers. of the program. Viewers, viewers yeah. of the program. So I met them over at Beer Trap, uh, had two beers there, then decided to venture over to CCI mm-hmm. and had a few beers there. Super cheap at CCI. I forgot yeah. how cheap it is. And mm-hmm. they do this ridiculous. You spin this wheel and take shots, which I didn't do. Yeah, I did. But so we did that, which was fun, and then ventured over to Charlie Brown's. And a fun little evening, like nothing crazy, nothing out of control, but... In an expensive night, but just a fun little area that I hadn't done in a while. And so it was good to get back to some of the places that you don't necessarily think about when you're out on the town. CCI also has a thing where you roll the dice and they have like the beard they're trying to clear out. And yes. then you have to get Okay, so, get... That, so that was what the wheel was. It was like these old liquors that they were trying yeah. to get rid of. So very similar. Yeah. And then the guy. One where of the... You roll the dice for a shot. You're right. The wheel determines those things, and you can roll dice. Yeah, it was shot. something. It was yeah, it was a little convoluted. I really felt like I could just pick which one I wanted, and they would have given it to me. So talk politics then. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, there's a sign. No politics oh, allowed. I didn't know that. Yeah, there was an article in the so leader about. So one of the co-owners of Bourbon and Toulouse works there. Also owns it. Owns it too. So he was working. He was a real card. <laughs> and... I didn't really like him at first, and then he like brought us over Jello shots for free. So then I liked him better. Um, but anyway, so I thought that fun corridor. But speaking of that corridor, what about your Rite Aid? Rite Aid uh, with Rite Aid with a Walgreens pharmacy is now a full Walgreens. And you don't feel good about that. I, I mixed mixed feelings. <laughs> the uh, the not that the Rite Aid pharmacists weren't on the ball. But their technology, the Walgreens technology, and uh, behind the times. No, they see it's more advanced. Like oh. the, I feel like the label tells me a lot more about on my prescriptions. You like I feel good about it, and I I was in there the second day, and I asked one of the regular Rite Aid coworkers. I go, "You're a Walgreens now. How's it? How's it feeling?" And she goes, 
Same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> so other than the really awning, nothing's changed for her. So other than the awning and some of the pharmacist personnel, well, I, they, I well, they have a big painting on the side of it now. The Walgreens W. Mm-hmm. I was I drove by to drop Bo off at um, Lindsay's school on my way here. I would I don't know what my affinity to uh, to Rite Aid was other than just very convenient. I would like. I would like to transfer everything to um, Wheeler Pharmacy, like old school, support the community. I'm there a lot, but but uh, with my travel schedule, like like you just like yeah, it's like they they have eight Fair. eight to five hours, and like I if I need something on the weekend pers- prescription filled on the weekend or or pick it up after work, it's just a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand, but so yeah, that was my place. Uh, boys, do you have any places? Anyone? I don't go anywhere. So shows. Uh, it's kind of weird, but my show is the impeachment trials. Like I cannot. Uh, yeah, so, so Jimmy's got two monitors <laughs> in his office, and I came. I, I've come a little early the last couple of weeks to get ready to prep. And on one, he's conducting business, and on the other, it's just C-SPAN. No, it's MSNBC. <laughs> but it would be well, a like, C-SPAN, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, the equivalent of. And my man's just. Focused. I can't stop watching it. Like I, I think it's ridiculous. I know how. It's well, so what do you think's gonna happen? Like, what are you I mean, watching for? Because I just want to hear every minute of it. And like when you all left last night, I turned it on. I watched it for two hours. Like, like I need to go to bed, <laughs> but I can't stop watching. It's like a train wreck. The impeachment. Well, I also am fascinated. The senators all just sitting there listening and just can't imagine just what's going through their mind. And their handwriting, their questions. Their, I don't think they can. Ugh. I they could take an old school paper version in probably, but yeah, someone's. But like they have now, um, courtroom sketch artists like up in the gallery, and like they're catching like they caught one of the senators falling asleep one day. I would totally be yeah. sleeping. The one guy from Virginia, I mean, Richard Burr, miserable. doesn't wear like you know. There's southern southern guys who like no matter the weather don't wear socks, even yeah. like with their suits. Sure. And like the gallery artist showed him like sitting there in his suit, but and he noted no socks. And Richard Burgos like, like uh, put the picture on social media and said, "New, new profile pic." Like, <laughs> yeah, so there's some kind of funny stuff too. But anyone watching golf yet? Like, like, uh, what was it the Presidents Cup? Weren't they watching during that? What? No, that was a while ago. Wasn't yeah. they watching? It might have been something else where someone was watching the middle of trials. But oh no, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, it was during the House committee hearings. House committee hearing. yeah, One yeah. of the congressmen was watching the Presidents Cup on oh. his iPad. Yeah, while listening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, Connor, well, well, they got the, Connor, well, they got the, damn, Connor all plugged in yeah, over there. I remember uh, keeping up with the times, but uh, no, maybe they might be watching the Waste Management Open. Probably. It's going to be coming up soon, yeah. So. Is that this weekend? Yes, yeah. it is. Wow. Started yep. today. Yep, started today. Yeah. Is Tiger in it? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't check. He's not playing? Probably knows the Phoenix He Open. hasn't played or he's not playing? Jim and Susie uh, used to have, when I was a youngster, would have an annual trip, uh, both, I think it used to be the Las Vegas Invitational, and then it moved to Phoenix. But they would, that was like kind of their annual winter trip was to cool. that. Yeah. So we had like a whole wall in a bathroom of, of uh, PGA golfer picture, pictures. That's cool. Yeah. I do want to note, I just looked up the leaderboard and uh, Lexington, well, not Lexington, but UK uh, alumni, JV Holmes is in the lead after the first day. Let's but go. It's up by one. Do you? Pretty excited. C A T S. Wow, that was sad. Yeah, well, look, uh, he does that all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right, so my show is I've been watching Succession on HBO. Oh. So if I, we, 
I like I wanted, it. That's on my list. It's really good. Same. Here's here's the thing about it. So Lindsay and I watch it together. Mm-hmm. It's a one episode at a time. It's not like one you sit there and binge. It's it's a lot. It comes at you, but it's good. It's just a lot to follow, a lot of nuances. So it's good because there's enough episodes along that I can stretch it out. So we watch one every couple days. So I think we're on episode six, but it's really good. It's there's a lot of polarizing characters, but like in a good way. It's you have very strong feelings about them throughout it. A lot of no-name people in it, like people I hadn't seen in other things before, but I've really enjoyed it. Lindsay's really enjoyed it. There are some like random things that happen that you don't really follow, and like, it, it, it's a little convoluted at times, but it's very, very good. I highly recommend it. Like I said, season six. There's two full seasons. Season. I'm sorry, episode six. Oh. There's two full seasons, 20 episodes, and they, wow. uh, they've already been renewed for a third, but highly recommend it. Uh, I do have one more show. Please. I, I did not watch this, but the the Grammys were this past Sunday. Oh. Mm. I don't think I've ever watched the Grammys one time. I just that doesn't interest me. Like I love the Oscars. I watch the Emmys every once in a while. I don't even think they put the Tonys on TV. Yeah, they do. Somewhere. CBS, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Billie Eilish, she won the Big Four, which is Best Album, Best Record, Best Song, and New Artist. And she was the first one since Christopher Cross in 1981. So 40 years it's been. And she's, I read up on her. I've heard her music a little bit. I'm not a fan. But I read up on, she's fascinating. So Mm -hmm. she's only 18. And she and her brother, who's 22 or 23, they produced this in their, like, a bedroom in their home. The entire album. And she's won all these awards. Like, the songs that she writes are just all these hot topic issues, current, but... I, I just, she's like an opposite Taylor Swift in that, yeah. like, what she said, like, Taylor Swift was all love and fairy tales and boyfriends, and she's all suicide and gay marriage, and so it's just, it's very interesting to see. Um, I didn't watch any of it, but um, I did, and this probably contributed to it. It had the lowest TV ratings it's ever had in its 62-year history. Hmm. Hmm. Um so like I said, I don't. Do any of you all ever watch the Grammy? I don't. I, mean, I have in the past. I used to be excited to watch them, but it doesn't. I don't. I don't and I don't. I, maybe it's part of it. I don't know a lot of these people. Like, I think part of the what was exciting about it back in the day was artists collabing and seeing like artists get together and their performances on it. But now with social media, all that stuff is so accessible. Like you can pull up different things on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram that you don't have to wait for the Grammys to see these artists working together. And I think that's kind of what hurts them. And I think a lot of it is they've chosen, or like a lot of the artists, it's similar to what the Oscars have become. It's it's more nuanced stuff. It's not mainstream. It's not the things that people are really watching. And it's just a little, I don't know. I've well, never really... And, and again, like modern music is more focused to, like a, to a younger generation, not our age, but like a little bit younger, where... People that age range aren't watching regular TV. Like they're watching right. Netflix. No, they're more point. social media oriented. So again, they're gonna be looking about on Twitter or YouTube or whatever else later. Right. The people that listen to Billie Eilish aren't watching mm-hmm. the Grammys. They're streaming on Spotify and mm-hmm. doing whatever else. Like That's a really good point, yeah. Kyle. Like, that makes sense. I have seen her on Jimmy Fallon before, and she's very interesting. But she has like autism. She has like autism or some uh, social unique. awareness. Yeah, like things. But she embraces it. She makes it a part of her life. Isn't sings it? about it, writes yeah. about it. 
So she's brilliant. No, I'm all, I'm all I'm all about it. I just the Grammys just aren't my thing. But that was this previous Sunday. Cool. Well, let's take a break and then we'll come back and uh, go with our. We have some fun things for our new serval segment. The Outer Loop theme is the Super Bowl, and we all have uh, some predetermined topics that we have uh, made some uh, votes on, not votes, but picks on, I guess, for lack of better words. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the first one is National Anthem, and uh, I think our two-part question uh, who's your favorite national anthem? And then over under of the two minute one second. Yeah, so I think what we're saying, yeah, we're gonna do some prop bets and then also like reminisce about some things that we've enjoyed about previous Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right, so I will let you all know there's the national one favorite, right? Like, there's only there's like the epitome of national oh, anthem. Absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 It's got to be Whitney. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes, 1991, Giants versus Bills, Tampa, Florida. Probably the best rendition of the national anthem ever. Right after it was during the Gulf War, right? Correct. The first yeah, Gulf you're War. exactly right. Yeah. Yes. So we had Operation a, Desert Storm. Yeah, we were Norman Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf. We were in a patriotic oh, no. spirit. Uh, Whitney had that uh, silky, uh, yeah, like puffy, fitting, yeah, uh, like those old starter Apex yeah. jackets, but the flowy but, ones. But it was patriotic themed. Yes, and she nailed it. Yeah. she nailed it. But that's by far the best. Yeah. Still gives me chills. A couple, uh, couple runner-ups. Faith Hill's performance became a country head. I don't uh, remember this. Yeah, she did it. And then there's only been, uh, there have been four who have performed the national anthem. There are four different artists or entities that have performed the national anthem twice in the 50-plus year history of the Super Bowl. Who? One of them, Billy Joel. Hmm. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Like Aaron this. Neville performed once solo <laughs> and then one Neville. with Were they both uh, someone the else. I, I would assume so. Do you um, know he went to prison? Do you know that? Uh, like before he became huge, he was in prison. And then he got out and became a huge singer. Oh, interesting fact. You're welcome. The LSU marching band has performed the national anthem twice. Oh. Tulane Stadium or the Superdome? Uh, I think both. Hmm. Okay. Because the second Super Bowl was at Tulane Stadium, right? Correct. So they, they would have performed there. And then the U.S. Air Force <laughs> Academy Cor- Corral. Coral? Coral? I don't know. Uh, I think it's Corral. Corral. Choir. Choral. Choir. Choir. Choral. Choral. performed. Charles. Another fun fact, and I might be wrong, so listener feedback or viewer feedback. I believe Beyonce is the only person to do the national anthem and the halftime show. I mean, obviously different years, but I believe she's the only one who has done both performances. Look into that. Let's do some research. Let's do some research. Maybe Madonna? Madonna has done a halftime show. I know. I feel like she could have maybe done No. There's a Wikipedia page of the National Anthem, so that's where I got my information from. So do you have any other notable anthems? Yeah, I had one, then I lost my chance. Oh, Oh, sorry. Yes, no, no. From last episode, we talked about Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah, So he he sang it, the 1994 Super Bowl. What's fascinating about this is, is it coincided with standing outside? No. We Shall Be Free. And it was... It was decided if he sang the National Anthem, then it would immediately go into the release of this music video, which was very controversial at the time. Like, it was interracial. Is this from your... uh, My documentary. Documentary, yeah. And so it got so close to the time that they... 
Someone's trying to break in. I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we got locked in or something happened. But it got close to time that they weren't going to play. NBC was not going to play the music video because they were worried about backlash. And Garth was like, this is the deal. He's like, I'm leaving. And so he remembers sitting in there and they're on the phone going, he's leaving. Do we have anyone else that can sing it? And then finally it came through that they said, no, we'll play the video. And so once they said that, he went out, sang, and then they did play the video. I hadn't seen it, but I can understand for 25 years ago why it was a big deal. It just was very provocative, very something that you normally wouldn't see, especially at that time on network TV. Like MTV wasn't a big deal, but um, it was kind of where he was becoming more outspoken. He had already created this allure. People already knew who he was, and he was able to speak out a little more. And so he kind of worked it that way. But to work into the prop bet, it's the line is currently set at two minutes, one second. So do you want to take the over or the under on two minutes, one second? I'll go first. By the way, to clarify, um, yes, uh, Beyonce did do the... Um, is she the only one? No. Not in the same year. Lady Gaga's done the name. Oh, yeah, and Lady Gaga. And oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, she's like Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll take credit. Okay. I'm going to go with... Under. So I did some research. Who is the national anthem? It's uh, Demi Lovato. I was going to say Ariana Grande, but they're kind of like the same person. So too. Pink did it last year. Without the rehab and other things. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pink did it last year, did it under two minutes. It was a minute 53. The average. No, um, Pink was two years ago. Glass yeah. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Glass sorry. Glass and she was 201. Yeah, she was 201. Uh, the what average. Was Luke Bryan? Luke Bryan did it? He was four years ago. Oh, damn. Yeah, I missed that one. In Houston. Hmm. But uh, the average is a minute and 55. Yeah. Should oh, we take the under? So I'm going to take the under. I'm going to go next. I actually did some research based on viewer feedback. Well, okay, so <laughs> of all the things we've talked about, this is where you two put your research into. Well, I was, I was told that last time that we had a roundtable discussion where we had to make um, you know, things uh, that I, I did not do some research. So I was asked specifically to do research today to be prepared. Okay. So I did yeah, he does have, have his notes there. So, Chicken scratch, literally. So every time uh, Demi Lovato has performed the national anthem, she except for the last time, the most current, she did 2 minutes 11 seconds. Every, <laughs> every other time, she has gone under 2 minutes. So I'm going to take the under. Okay. I'm still with the over. I'm with the over, too. So JB and I are over. I'm, I'm documenting this so we don't have to go back and listen okay. next time. So good, good. JB and I are over. Kyle and Connor are under. Also, we didn't mention... Thing, but this is the biggest time she's ever sung the national anthem. Well, and then the um, the McGregor fight was the uh, was a big event. That was the last time she did it. Except that was over. She's going over. I think they're going to encourage her to do the same. Out. Yep, do the well, same because thing. because she has to, like... You have to, like, keep pace with the American Sign Language person. If you sing it too fast, then they're, they can't keep up. ASL, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we got the over, uh, they got the unders. Here's another yeah. tip. Marley Matlin... Oh, yeah. Is the only uh, sign language person to do two Super Bowls. Oh. Really? Yeah. West Wing, baby. Mm-hmm. I like her. Yeah. She won an Emmy or an Oscar or both? I think both, yeah. She's very versatile. She had I think something the recently. guy should win it, too. She had something. Her interpreter should win one, too, because he does just as much work as she does. Yeah. But she I, had. I maybe, I, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> edit, edit, dump that, dump that. You put your tongue. She, she recently had something where she was on a flight and something happened and she was all up in arms about it. Oh, it was something with the like, I think it was with like, in case of an emergency, blah, blah, blah. And 
she couldn't understand. They didn't have it with subtitle or something that yeah. she couldn't understand, so she was a little perturbed. I'm like, sweetheart, how many times <laughs> so have you flown on a the, flight? She's the one person flyer who pays attention to the safety. Right, and like, she, like it was her first time. Like, yeah. anyway, she was in something in the news, but... All right, so the next prop bet. This one's easy. It's just, this one has no research necessary. Heads or tails? Oh, that was on our list. Yeah, that was not on the list. Yeah. So put me on the spot like, here now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Go. go do your research. We'll come back to heads or tails. Uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with heads. Anybody have a coin that I can flip? I would for always right say now? Heads. You always pick heads. I pick heads. You pick tails? No, I picked heads. Oh. Okay, well if everybody's picking heads, I guess I'll go tails then. I'll be right. that seems so, about right. <laughs> I always pick heads. I also have a question. Yeah. Don't the coach, like, in a, even in a college game, doesn't the coach, like, give a direction to the captains yes. of what to choose? Yes. Yeah. So do you think there are people that actually choose tails over head? Like, would, uh, some people yeah, like, probably, some people yeah. have. Really? I can see mm-hmm. Bill Belichick And do you think that, that yeah. they, week to week, change? Or they always just say, Ooh. pick heads, or do you pick I heads? I wouldn't change. I always pick heads. Now, do you think in the NFL, does... Does the NFL coach tell an NFL captain what to pick? I think it depends on if it's already predetermined. Like, like if it's always heads, they know to always call head. Like, I bet they have that conversation. I really think they have that conversation. uh, I would. Like, Tom Brady would not call an audible on. I think he might. If anyone would, I think he might be able to. He might have the power to do it. Why have we not just come up with like putting each team on each side of the coin, just flipping it, whatever ends that, up? That could happen. Like that's that the team that gets to make the decision. The college like, one, right? The, the college playoff? Didn't they do that? Mm. It's something like that. Like, let's just do that. Yeah, they did. For I the, don't think it'd be fair because the national the heads championship would have a whoever's on the head. No, it's still have, it's still a 50-50 shot. No, but is it? Aren't there stats that it's, it's more? He, it's it doesn't more. matter. It's always fifty percent, no matter what. It you can flip it like hundred times in a row. Yeah. And it depends on how many times it flips, like how high you throw it and how many rotations. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, there's a lot of math involved. But the odds are always 50-50. No matter, I flip a coin right now, the next time I flip it, it's 50-50. No matter okay. what happened the last time. Also, random fact, apparently 52% of the NFL teams to win the coin toss also win the game. So it's also close to 50-50 as well. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm scared to, like, you need to keep going with the questions to you. obviously added what? some... So, <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You can add Keeping you guys on your toes. Well, okay. So my next one is the first player to score a touchdown. Okay, that was on that. Okay, maybe I uh, easy one. Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, Ooh running run in. in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna keep it on the same side. I'm gonna go with uh, Travis Kelsey. He's getting that okay, pass. So getting that Connor. pass from Mahomes. Okay. I was back and forth on this one. Uh, I was going to take a long shot, but I ended up going with uh, Tyreek Hill instead. Okay, I I like this. You guys all picked uh, Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Now, what has happened in every playoff game the Chiefs have played this year so far? They've been been down. They've been down. It's been a slow Uh, start. So I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers, and I'm going to take Raheem Mostert, and I think He's going to run one. I think he's going to break off a 30-plus yarder to score the first touchdown. He's been, he's been playing well. He's been playing very well, very and well. he scored their first touchdown last week, and I mean, or I two could, weeks ago. I can see it coming down to the coin toss. I mean, I think both of these are high-powered offense. That whoever gets the ball first just could be but, the team that scores. But again, I'm going with what's happened so far in the playoffs. Yeah. The Chiefs have been slow. I, I like – well, we'll get to it. I like the Chiefs a lot in this game, mm-hmm. but they've been slow in both playoff games so far, and I think they're going to get a little bit of jitters, a little more jittery. All right, so then are we moving into halftime? Yes. Okay, halftime. So <laughs> I thought this one was really funny. So there's a prop bet 
on whether or not at some point in the halftime performance, J-Lo and or Shakira are going to be suspended in the air. <laughs> so you can either take neither will, you can pick one will, or both will at some point be suspended in the air. Interesting. Anyone uh, want to I start? took neither. I just think the um, the cabling and things like that is too <laughs> too extensive to have in an outdoor football okay. stadium. Oh, that's a good point because it is outdoor. Mm-hmm. That's different. Like they have the cables that that one sure. camera's on, but I don't think they're going to let they're going to rig well, someone up The Dolphins there. one's got a little bit of an air, so I was going to go with one or the other. So I was going to go with Shakira. Okay. I, I took no. Um, and actually the opposite of counter, just that from the reports I've read, they're not getting along with the practicing. Um, they're both divas, and so apparently they they're really getting, they, they, they think, yeah, there's a lot of jealousy going on. The one thinks the other one's trying to one-up her. Um, so I don't think if, you know, you'd have to suspend, oh, you'd have to suspend them both. <laughs> I don't know. Some too much caffeine in me. But no, I think you'd have to suspend them both, and I don't think they're going to do that. I think it's a little tricky. Um, also, both are known for, like, their assets. Um, so that's also kind of hard to do in the air. This is on ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to keep it clean for the uh, younger uh, viewers. Um, <laughs> Who are the young? Bo doesn't listen. Our, our, our guy can. So, our guy right. Canada. All right, so Kyle's <laughs> going, going either. Now. Okay. Uh, after this little, I like that I'm picking last on these. I'm actually going to take both then, Uh-oh. and I think it's going to kind of be like. Peter Pan, you can fly, you can fly. <laughs> and they're like rivaling each other. <laughs> they're like oh, up and man. down at like extreme speeds. So I'm going to go both. Can I throw in a bonus halftime uh, question here? Well, we'll decide. Okay. Why don't you put out there what you're thinking and we'll determine. <laughs> well, no, because I've also seen with these prop bets, there's also a lot of prop bets of guest appearances. There's been uh, Mark Anthony. Um, there's been Pitbull. That, isn't that ex Mrs. Jennifer Lopez? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Gloria Estefan? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, no, she, she, she's also a prop bet. No, she's also a prop bet of one of the of one of the guest appearances and stuff. There's, um, I think the list has like six official appearances. So, if, is there anybody you think will uh, make a guest appearance? Yes or no? And if so, well, who? there'll always be a guest appearance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll probably be something with some Latin flavor. I'll go Ricky Martin. Mm, I'm gonna go with Alex oh. Rodriguez. Guess. He's <laughs> 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 out there singing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll go Ricky Martin. Oh man. A Rod. I don't have any input. You want Gloria Stefan? Uh, yeah, it's my, my mom would take that. Yeah. Who are you picking? Um, what was I, your question? I'm just. I didn't have an answer. I was just wondering uh, what you guys were thinking. All right, John, what's next? Okay, next. Well, so along with halftime, what are some of the most iconic, or what are your favorite halftime performances? I think we're all going to say the most memorable is Nipplegate mm-hmm. with JT and yep. Janet in 2004 and. All that. So let's just talk. I'm still that convinced up. that was supposed to happen. Oh, well, absolutely. 100. percent 100. percent So the two other. My personal favorite was Prince, mm. and I don't even like Prince, but that was the amazing. Court, it was it was in the rain, and it was awesome. They sang Purple Rain, and then he was behind, and it yeah. had the like the um, shadows. So that was my favorite. But I also remember this circles back to about with. Uh, Whitney when Desert Storm was when Bono mm-hmm. did it in 2002 and they had the the screen drop down with all the names and he opened his jacket and he had the American flag in it so those were my two were yeah. 04 and 2000 well 2002 it was 2001 season the 2002 Super Bowl uh, I don't like when non-Americans do the halftime shows so but that one was good though I know mm. uh, Bruce Springsteen was my favorite yes he was great 
saying his five biggest hits. I think that was the thing with Prince. Like he sang, I think there were a couple songs, like Purple Rain was appropriate, but some other ones. like Little Red did, Corvette. <laughs> he didn't sing the big hits. I also like the Rolling Stones. I think that was well, the year. Two yep. years after like MTV was doing this, the halftime shows and they took it away from them because it got too risque. Then they did Paul McCartney and Rolling Stones and some, some the classic. Who, Tom Rock. Petty. I didn't like The Who. I didn't. Um, not a fan of that. But no, up until 1990, like the halftime show was right, not band. big stars. Uh, no, well, uh, actually, yeah, because well, 1989 was the hits from 1963 to 1989. I saw that. Like, yeah. Like that sounds miserable. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, up with people. That's like what they play. Like, the, the traveling youth band like sang a lot. They would have marching bands. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't really a big deal until uh, the ninety until after nineteen ninety one when it was that we make it up that we make it into today. And that was Michael Jackson. I mean, he's the one who kind of changed the halftime show and brought it into its uh, modern rendition. Uh, all right. Well, I got two. I'm gonna bring it a little bit, you know, closer to my modern. age. To my to my age. So uh, my two <laughs> would be uh, obviously Katy Perry. Lenny Kravitz and Missy Elliott, the one with the the dolphin, the blue shark thing. Oh left yeah, 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 shark, yeah, yeah. Left yeah, shark, that was, yeah. yeah, left shark. Uh, my second one, I can't remember if it was this one or not though, but uh, was it Coldplay, Beyonce, and Bruno, where the lights went out? Mm-hmm. Yes. During that one. Yes. So yeah, that was my uh, two there, and that one was in 2016. So 15 and 16. So back to back years. All right. So moving on to our next, uh, the game is now ended. So let's go ahead and pick our winners. JB, you lead off. Who's your winner? Chiefs, obviously. Same. Yeah. Chiefs. Ooh. Chiefs. Should we just say our score to you? Yeah, you sure. Yeah. 49-35. Whoa. 49-35? Mm-hmm. That's a high-scoring game. It's kind of funny, uh, too, how you have the well, Chiefs who, scoring 49 had, points had, and winning. You had Chiefs? I have the Chiefs 31-24. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers. And the over-under was 50, 51.5, so I was going to go 27-24. So, Connor, what did you say? The 49ers. Yeah, but what score? Oh, 27-24. All right, I also had the Chiefs, and my score is very similar to Kyle's. I had 31-26. 31-26, and I didn't know what the over-under. I don't like to look at the over-under. I like to pick my score before seeing it. Just kind of. Question. Yeah, please. Uh, I guess if I lose, will I have to join you in your uh, misery for Yeah, which we thing? never decided what my... Well, my consequences. I guess we'll have to That's prepare true. that for next time. Well, a lot of people mentioned the Waffle House, but we clearly said that we were not going to do that to you. But two people mentioned that. <laughs> Some people I'll mentioned it. It was obviously Multiple they had times. not listened to the podcast. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> These <saying>. viewers, <laughs> I Andrew. Did, yeah. I did have Jesse. actually an idea, potentially, uh, if you want me to run it through it now or later. But uh, Let's save it. Let's we'll not divert from the... Yep. All right, so, so we got our scores. got three Chiefs. One Indian, I mean one. 49. <laughs> <laughs> that was on purpose. All right, uh, who's your MVP? Easy. This will be hard to figure Patrick out. Patrick Mahomes for JB. Yeah. Um, I was going to go with, I was between two, but I think I'm going to have to go with Jimmy G. Okay. If the oh, 49ers wow. won. Yeah. Which is what Makes I said, sense. So. Yeah. It's either him or George Kittle. I couldn't choose. Uh it's always good to go quarterback. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm going to go with the uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, Mr. Head oh, and Shoulders. So Hitching your way. So I had two written down in case. I thought someone would take mine. I had Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. um, because I think a lot of people are saying how George Kittle is better than him now, and I think that's going to put a little 
And man, he's so good. Yeah. Uh, but I also had uh, Mikkel Hardman because I think he's going to return a kick mm. back for a touchdown. But since no one took Kelsey, I think that's a safer bet. So I'm going to go Kelsey on that one. Did you? Side note: Did you have High V grocery stores in Ohio? No, you had them in, you had them in St. I, Louis, though, right? No, we had Schnucks. No. Okay, but I've been to High V in Omaha. Okay, well, uh, Patrick Mahomes is like the celebrity spokesman for High V, and like the commercials are terrible. <laughs> like they're advertising, they're like promoting their uh, delivery service, and their delivery service is him throwing <laughs> groceries at someone's <laughs> house. <laughs> <laughs> But High V is also the big title sponsor of the uh, annual Nebraska Iowa football game, Freedom Bowl, Corn Bowl Championship. Okay. All right, Joe, the last one. So, the last one, so this is a fun one. So, when the winning team wins, they always dump the Gatorade on the coaches. There are odds on this, but uh, let's go ahead and pick what color we think the Gatorade is going to be. I'm going to go first on this one because I've gone last on all the others. I am going to go red. Because, as note, when the Patriots won last year, it was blue, and the Patriots are blue, so I think it's usually the Gatorade's colors of the team. And so the 49ers and the Chiefs both ha- both have red, so I'm going red. See, again, from, from research, um, it, it, the coloring matching is not always a thing. It does happen coincidentally sometimes. Um, I did also pick red, though, because it's of a common flavor, you know, the fruit punch. But I was also kind of thinking clear, but I'm going to stick with red. I feel pretty good about my initial uh, gut reaction for that. Well, I'm going to branch out. I'm going to go orange. Oh. I was, I was between blue, and, or- orange, I was between blue okay. and orange, but I was going to go orange. Okay. I have red. Okay. All right, so those I are... thought I would be the only one with red because, like, the standard is yellow, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yellow yeah. or clear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I guess would just be water. No, so that, glacier all, cherry. I was gonna yeah, say glacier cherry. <laughs> I, George Kittle, can I get some glacier cherry over here? <laughs> so, anywho. Um, all right. All right. So moving on. So our uh, inside new circle is going to be. We were so this got us thinking. We decided to talk about the Super Bowl. We decided some of the best places to watch either the Super Bowl, big games, UK games, or where you like to go around town to watch sporting events. So I have a pretty comprehensive list, so I'll save mine and fill in the gaps or chime in. But this could be a U.K. game. It could be just a sporting event. But just where do you like to go, whether it's food, drinks, et cetera, around town? I just looked over at JB's. I mean, I have two out of the three same ones. So, <laughs> JB, would you like to talk about our two? <laughs> yeah, so the first one's going to be pretty obvious to the frequent viewers of the podcast, and that would be Tin Roof. Um kind of our one of our regular spots but especially when it comes to March Madness I like can't imagine a basketball season uh, at least March Madness without watching the Kentucky games there it gets a little bit more difficult each year as we get older of staying there all day guarding the booth getting enough people p- to be there for the booth mm-hmm. and um, I think we have some competition because apparently they were sold out on Tuesday mm-hmm. already for Saturday's game so Hopefully we'll be able to sneak in and come tournament time to get our old spot back. Um, there's great, even if you're just sitting at the bar, like there's great atmosphere there. It's just so hard to get in. You have to camp out there all day to, to keep your spot. So I, I love Tin Roof. We've seen some big games there. But I think for me, it's the big games that I like to watch. If I'm just watching a regular game, 
that's not really my atmosphere. Maybe I'm just a little older now, and so that's not really my atmosphere. Like if we're playing Vandy like last night, Tin Roof would not be where I would want to go. Now, once we get to the SEC tournament, NCAA tournament, I love going to Tin Roof for a big game like that. My only thing is, is if it's going to be a close game, I get a little nervous going there just because it's hard to hear and follow, like because there's so much going on. So I kind of like watching games at ten, if it's a game we, we're going to blow them out, or that we're not really thinking that we not that we never have a chance, but like the year we went and watched Wichita State when they were the heavy favorite, mm-hmm. um, and I think that also just be where I'm in my in my life is yeah. that. Going there, like I left the UK Louisville game at Tin Roof because during the day the football game, just because it was too much. But Tin Roof is a great atmosphere if you want that party, lively into it. Well, not even that they're into it; just everyone's just cheering and the music in between's fun. But yeah, mm-hmm. so we both have KS Bar for our second one. Um, it's a totally different environment, um, different, different food. Um, definitely not at, well, I haven't been there for a big game. I don't know if you, you have um, yeah, I will. I went there for the Conor McGregor fight for there and that was slam packed. Like UK players, I don't know if they're, they're football players were walking in, watching yeah. it too. Like it was literally elbow to elbow. Uh, luckily I knew someone there, so we got to sit up where, um, Ryan Lemon's jail cell was, uh, up there, but, uh, it was definitely packed. I mean, there's a ton of TVs, big projectors and the atmosphere was pretty awesome. And I'm not a big UFC fan either and it was pretty awesome i know they get a pretty big crowd and i think it's the older crowd before the game but there's <clears throat> younger college people there too so i think the best part about there is the tv situation yeah. oh, everywhere you look there's tv and because they have so many even when a uk game is on if there's another game that's important it can still be on a secondary tv and you can still be able to watch it so I do like that aspect of kiss bar and also for me personally you know i don't see well so although there's tvs in a lot of places a lot of places will not have like one big TV, where Karis Bar has those two big ones, you know, that are made of four each. So the other day I went for Royal Rumble. I thought it was going to be super crowded. It was not crowded at all. There was probably more staff than there were customers. But I had a good spot in that I could see the TV. I could have picked anywhere and I could have seen the big TV from even if it was packed. So I said I enjoy that, that there's a good view all the way around. I do have uh, the third one is I went to a couple weeks ago was uh, Marika's. Because now, finally, they turn off all the music, turn off touch tunes, and it's just the basketball game on. And they have, what, 20-plus TVs in there? So, literally, you can look around and see the game from everybody. All right, so I like that you brought that one up because that really reminds me of Mirror Twin because it's almost the same kind of setup where it's the TVs around the perimeter only, and they're kind of elevated. So, like, there's other stuff going on, which makes it fun. So, I like those two spots to watch a non-UK game. I like it when it's, like, maybe – NFL or college football, like games I'm not super into that I'm not just going to sit there and crane my neck and watch the whole thing, but that I can look up and see all the different. So I, I like that to liken to my mirror twin where it's just kind of on the outside and mm-hmm. it's not a focal point. Like I don't like going to either one of those for a UK game because I want to watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that's it all. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, and that's my initial reaction when we, when we decided on this topic. I was thinking, my places are different for every kind of sport. You know, like, you mentioned Tin Roof, which is, again, great for Kentucky basketball and football. But then, like, when it's the World Cup, though, you know, it's greater to go to, like, Country Boy or West Six because you get more of the soccer crowd there. So I think it kind of depends on the sporting event, what teams are kind of playing for the best spot. 
And that's kind of what I did with my notes is depending on what kind of experience, what you're going for kind of depends on where you want to go. To your point, Country Boy is fun, Kyle, especially if it's a low-key, like if it's not a big game for UK, we can sit at the bar and they're on all the TVs and you've got a good seat. And then like the World Cup's been really fun at, at Country Boy. But if you're going for an experience, Country Boy is not going to provide that to watch a big game. We always end up there after football games. Yes, I don't think do. it's the best place to watch. There's only no, two TVs. Right. No, uh, again, if you're yeah. settled up to the bar and yeah, and it's humid. Yeah, so it's not my favorite. The cellar is a really good place. For I have it on my list. They have that big TV. It's again an older crowd probably, but yeah. they have a different food environment. But again, it's hard to get. You have to give it there early. Well, and that was my problem mm -hmm. with. I, I love the cellar because that's another place that has a ton of TVs. Mm -hmm. And the they food even have is, the uh, national championship banners hanging there. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, I, what I don't so like about Seller is it's overpriced, especially on drinks. Like, the drinks are very overpriced there. And, like, to your point, it gets so crowded. You have to get there so early. And it's different from Tin Roof because getting to Tin Roof early can be fun because you can play games yeah. and there's atmosphere and there's music. Whereas the Cellar, it's like you're waiting for, like, mass to start. And you're just sitting there like, all right, when's church? So we got here. It's Christmas. Like, when's – like – it's just, mm -hmm. the cellar's real boring if you're just sitting there. Uh, any other? I have a couple no, more others. Uh, so after, this goes back to when I left watching the UK-Louisville game, the football game, I left Tin Roof and went to the paddock. And the paddock was actually a great spot. Ooh, I yeah. sat, I was able to sit up at the bar. They have those big TVs. They were able to put on, the Ohio State-Michigan game was going on the same time, so I could watch another game. They had the sound for the UK, and the drinks were super cheap. Oh, yeah. People aren't yeah, hanging all over you. Yeah. yeah, you did. Yeah, people aren't hanging all over you. It's you have more space, room for activities. Mm -hmm. um, so I really like the paddock as one. Mm -hmm. And then my last one is Winchell's. Um, oh, Winchell's yeah. especially, I think, for Saturday day games, uh, for basketball, like early where you can mm -hmm. still get brunch. Mm -hmm. So you can do the brunch there and then parlay that into the game. You can get there like eleven and get a spot. Or um, I've done a couple times with Bart. I think with you. The like Tuesday nine o'clock games where you go and it's not too crowded. That's actually where I watched the Jody Meeks Tennessee game when he scored fifty four. I, I like Winchell's. I don't like Winchell's again for atmosphere or like a big game, but just for those random couple. Yeah. I think like we like it so much. You're having Bo's first birthday party there. It is. Right? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, we got the private room. Yeah. See go. you guys there. We'll be there. Uh -huh. Regrets. Mm -hmm. I'll be there. I'm told there's a crowded <laughs> problem, so. Good, I can't come. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. We wouldn't invite Connor. You could still come. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> so, anyway, those are mine. Any others, boys? No, good. All right, so we will take a quick break, and then we'll be back to wrap this episode up. Welcome back, and in for our final segment, which we do in memoriam and our birthdays you and okay, anniversaries. Kyle? Yeah, <laughs> always a tough word for me. All right, so I think our first, uh, well, we have an obvious one, but let me get, uh, kind of go in order for this. But 123, January 23rd, Jim Lair, host of the. McNeil Lair News Hour on PBS, and uh, which is now the PBS News Hour, but also was the moderator of a lot of the early 2000 presidential debates, the 90s and presidential debates. Passed away. Was he was not aware. Uh, 85 years old. So, so it would have been about 60s. 
during those? He was 85. No, but in the oh. 60s when he was doing the debates. Uh, yeah. Late 60s, I'm early not, 70s. not familiar. Yeah. No. Well, let's RIP. Do you have any more before the uh, well, obvious? Let's do the obvious, and then I have a couple more f- interesting ones. Okay. Do you want to do th- No, go ahead. So, I think it's in memoriam to Kobe. Uh, Kobe Bryant obviously passed away this past Sunday. Um, his daughter, um, seven other people. I think it was nine total. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, roughly. Yeah. Rough, roughly. I think it's been determined. Okay. Yeah, it's been about nine. So, so nine people passed away. This is a hot mess already. But um, I'm going to touch on this later in my closing thoughts. But I think no matter what your thoughts were on him, it's just the fact that he was with his daughter. He was going to do something like for her. I just think it's just a very sad situation. Um, I've really enjoyed seeing on Instagram uh, the girl dad, hashtag girl dad, uh, that L. Duncan from ESPN had brought up the story that she met Kobe and they talked for a while. And uh, so a lot of my friends, uh, a lot of our viewers, um, my uh, brother-in-law, Brian, Andrew, uh, Tyson, a lot of these, they're dads of girls. And so and very, very involved in their daughter's lives and their athletic events and just their just everyday things. And so it's just, I think it just brought awareness to a lot of people that it doesn't matter who you are, that it can be gone in an instant. And so I was personally never a big Kobe fan. I didn't care for, like, as a basketball player, like, it didn't bother me. and Or, like, he didn't affect me, I should say. And I, I think I liked Kobe post-NBA more than I liked Kobe NBA. I think some of the things he was involved in were really interesting with ESPN and some of the spotlight stuff he was doing. He won, was it an Oscar last year? Mm-hmm. And I loved how involved he was with his four daughters. Being a dad, that's big to me that it wasn't all about him once he retired. It was similar to when we talked about Garth Brooks last episode that kind of, I know it was different the reason Kobe retired because he was older compared to Garth Brooks, but he essentially retired and then went into supporting his girls and daughters. And so it was very sad. Lindsay was sad about it, and she doesn't even really enjoy sports. And so for it to kind of affect her was a big thing. So I'm sure you have thoughts. Yeah, I like Kobe a lot. He he was kind of in that weird period where he was uh, uh, the branch between the Michael Jordan and the LeBron era. Mm-hmm. And he is um, probably as good as both, but doesn't get the credit for being that good. But he was a good, good branch. He played in the, I think, People are at a pretty good consensus now. Like the the fan value watching the NBA is like the best it's ever been right now. The games are fast, like they're enjoyable to watch. Um, there aren't the official calls that slow things down, like the things that we talk about. It's college basketball now, so it would have been interesting to get him to get to play in that era because he was really more in the into Charles Barkley and the Shaq era where right. they were they More were physical, very physical, and so many Especially stops early. in the game. Yeah, like, and then and like, and, well, and that's a good point because that almost is where it switched when he changed his number. He was eight when it was the more physical, and then Shaq left, and they hadn't the Lakers hadn't done well in a while. Yeah. And then he switched to twenty four, and that brings me to how a lot of these players, I think, to your point, the current NBA. Kobe was the guy they all wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Like, Jordan was a little too old for a lot of these guys. LeBron was a little too young. 
And so for a lot of these players, Kobe was the guy they wanted to emulate. They wanted to be the man, the, the hotshot kid. Like he was who they looked up to and wanted to emulate. Kind of like Steph Curry yeah. had been the last five, seven years. Yeah. And so I think that's why you see a lot of these players changing their numbers, wanting to pay homage to him. So. When I'm even going to say, you know, I'm, I'm sure you see it in your classroom, but at school, you know, I'll see kids, you know, even throwing away trash. You know, they do the little jumper and go, Kobe. Yep. And it's just, you know, one of those where, you know, although he's been retired for a few years now, like this is still this guy that, you know, a lot of kids look up to. You know, this is the player that they want to be and that they want to emulate. I think to you, like it's a, it's a perfect human story. He had a very polished image. He had one particular very bad event mm -hmm. that we found out he wasn't as the good guy that we thought he was. But uh, well, well, he, I think that and he redeemed himself very well, and I think mm -hmm. uh, improved his life, improved his family situation, all those things. Well, and to that point, so. Obviously, that, that instance in the early 2000s, then even later, he and his wife separated, Vanessa separated for a while. And I think he just, the later in his career, he just became more humanized. Instead of this icon on this pedestal, he became someone that more the common guy could relate to. That he, even though he has all this money, he plays for the Lakers, he wins championships, he still, at the end of the day, he has a wife and a family, and he goes through the trials and tribulations that any common person. And so, I think a lot of these people kind of followed him in that regard and that they saw him kind of grow up, um, especially people in their mid-20s to 40s and 50s kind of do. But, Connor, any... Uh, are you are you I a Kobe mean, guy or? Uh, I wasn't really, but he was like kind of like the main one, I guess, like growing up basically, because I was kind of between LeBron was coming out of high school and going to be you know big, and then he was kind of already in it right. already. Um, but yeah, no, very saddening and stuff. Um, and even more crazy too is Kawhi Leonard apparently used to take that same helicopter yeah, with the same pilot and the same guy. Like, yeah. And Kobe, because so Kawhi is from Southern California and San Diego, went mm -hmm. San Diego State, and then obviously came back to the Clippers. I read yeah. this today, and they were talking to him like so when he was thinking about coming, when Kawhi was thinking about leaving the Raptors to come to the Clippers, he reached out to Kobe and was like, hey. Should I do this? If so, like, how should things go and everything? And he ended up getting a place really close to the Staples Center, Kawhi did, and then also has a place in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And Kobe's like, well, yeah, it's easier to commute by helicopter. And so Kawhi started doing that. Is he wouldn't use it to go to games. He right. would yeah, use it to go practice. back or, well, or to go to San Diego. Yeah. And he so he would use Kobe's pilot yeah because huh. apparently it would take and, like he, kobe was like a mentor to Kawhi. yeah because apparently it took uh, i'm not sure the 100 percent of the number but i heard either on the radio but apparently it's usually an hour and a half drive for Kawhi right. to go to uh stable center rather than if he took the helicopter it's 20 minutes interesting yeah so the practice you know, i was uh, uh i'm not sure it's practice or stable so one of the two but yeah. yeah i was kind of this is off topic but i was kind of in interested why the Mamba Academy was like in like north of LA where he lives in South Orange County. Like, why didn't he like put it close to him? Maybe because the people that need know. to go to it like weren't there. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Or land or value, like something probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, Kobe was one that he was, he was LeBron before there was LeBron, but LeBron's more has more notoriety in terms of the things he does outside the game. Kobe, it's really come to light more in the last couple of years. 
and I think it's probably land value or something where it made sense for that. And if you're able to just fly in a helicopter, like what's it matter where it is if it's a better Still an hour helicopter ride? Oh, it was that yeah. long? Yeah, that I didn't know. Yeah, but um, I thought Magic Johnson's tweet that he said that Kobe will be the greatest or was the greatest Laker of all times wow. was uh, moving. Uh, I don't I'm not no, sure I don't that knowledgeable yeah. Jabbar right. feels about that. Uh, but, or, yeah. or Magic himself. I, I yeah. think I think he is. No, I think Magic was better than Kobe in terms of basketball and what he meant to the franchise. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Lake shut, like... But and he kind of left him high and dry in the end. Well, his presence determined. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, we'll stick with one more somber, more one. So this isn't so much in memoriam, but more of a good riddance. But finally, the Australian wildfires mm-hmm. um, oh, no. are over or have... For the most part, I know there was a recent um, crash there that kind of ignited some more. It was uh, actually a relief helicopter that had dropped some, that ignited some more. Like not to the extent, but um, those are finally passed. It was very sad. I know that was kind of all over television, uh, social media, etc. Uh, I saw a, uh, a post on Instagram the other day that. The area, the amount of land that was affected by these wildfires was roughly, it was a little smaller than the size of Ireland. Huh. So an entire country, like, like which I know Ireland's not huge, but if you think, I don't know, I haven't been there, but if you look, like, just to think that an entire country that size, that's what it was on their continent that was affected with all the animals, the forest, all of that stuff. Homes, just very, very sad. So I'm glad that it's finally over for the most part. I know there's going to be a lot of rebuild, but um, I'm glad to see that that has passed. Okay. Nothing to add? No. Okay. No. Fair enough. Uh, so this goes back to what JB was saying earlier. So I don't know if it's in memoriam to winter in Lexington. Like, is this, are we just going straight to spring? Which, okay. So what is something, I'm going to see if you all hit this because this is what triggers me. What's something that triggers one of your senses that you know it's about to be spring? Like, what oh. starts to, like, get you to think, like... S- sneezing, maybe? I mean, like, okay. the allergies of, like, the flowers and plants? I don't know. Okay, like, well, so hear me out. <laughs> I didn't do my research. No, and I had an astrology. So, what I mean, so the last couple mornings, I've left a little later than normal because I've had some trainings the last couple days. Oh, I know, the sun coming out earlier. That and birds, birds chirping. Because you think birds have flown, like, and the fact that birds are still, so the last couple mornings when I've gone to my car, birds have been chirping and they've been out, and you normally don't hear that in Uh January or even February, and so it just seems to me that if they're already coming back, I mean, I mean, sure, some of them, they can't afford, they can't afford to move down to Florida, but the ones that stay, like, I just feel like, I don't know if we're going to have a winter this year. I thought you were going to mention the groundhog. No, I do have Coming him. Up. I do have him later. Yeah, February second. Well, yeah. I mean, I last year though, like we thought winter. You know, we had a harder winter than this year, but like we all thought it was over though, and then it came back and started snowing later and things like that. So I think that you know we're gonna get that fake sense of spring, and then we're gonna get hit one time, and then finally it'll be spring. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see winter coming. I don't know. Hope you're wrong. Yeah, me too. We need a little winter. And our last one, my last in memoriam to Khalil Whitney at UK. I, I, I don't want to bash a kid because essentially he's an 18-year-old kid. Um, 
I know, I, thinking back to when I was in college, like, at that time, decisions seemed bigger than they are, et cetera. I can only imagine if you were playing for one of the biggest programs in the country and getting your parents in your ear and multi-million dollars in your future. I'm not – it doesn't bother me that he left. I think it's very similar to Quade last year where it's going to be addition by subtraction. Um, I feel bad for the kid because from what I've heard, he wanted to stay, and it was his parents that were kind of tugging him to leave, and they kind of just showed up and said, we're out of here. I know when he initially committed, they had like they had kind of pushed for him to kind of go closer to home. I again, I don't want to bash the kid, but I'm not gonna miss him. Like he didn't really. He's one of those guys that like kind of like Charles Matthews a couple years ago that when he transferred to Michigan, like it doesn't affect my life. Like he's not gonna be a cat in my book. Not like Kyle Wilcher was, where he was a contributor. This guy didn't do anything while he was here. I wish him the best of luck, but. I'm not necessarily sad to see him go. He wasn't contributing much, so if you think you can do something better somewhere else, you might as well. Yeah, good. For, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, if you're in a job that you don't like, which this is essentially a job. Transferring, quitting two weeks after the semester starts. Right. That make that, any that sense. does no, because now he's lost a full year instead of just half a year. Yeah, I thought of let me. I'm going to go back to winter real quick if oh, that's because something do. came to my head. Um, Another show we listen to, podcast we listen to, they're in Iowa right now, and they were flabbergasted Then when they went to a bowling alley, everyone took their shoes off. Yeah, this happened, they went, yes! But, but I grew up in Nebraska, you grew up in Ohio. Yes, but that's commonplace. No matter where you went, maybe not like a business. But if Correct. You, when I went home, when, if I came over to your house, Correct. I would have left when my shoes. When I went shoes, to school. Oh, you took your shoes off at school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had mats outside yeah. our doors. Oh, so you walked around in socks? No, no, no. we would bring another pair in our backpack. Ah, mm-hmm. So, like, we would wear oh, our we boots. we would go to school in boots, yeah. And then you have your shoes. Yeah, yeah, you take yeah. off your boots, you put them outside on the mat, and then you put your shoes on. Exactly, yeah, okay. Um, we're, we're on the same page. Yeah, but so it was convoys. Now, in, when I visited, for my fraternity, when I visited our Canadian chapters, especially uh, University of Alberta in Edmonton, like, in their chapter house, there was a big square, like, like square. It, no, no, no. Oh. Like, on the ground. Like, they had taped out a big square. When you walked in, like, that was where your shoes, like, went. Interesting. Yeah. And so, even though I was a guest, like, they still expected me to take my shoes off. So, uh, ours was from kindergarten to eighth grade. Like, we had the mats where, like, it was that, like, coarser... Like uh, almost yeah. like a, when you walk into a house, but it was like uh, like in a roll, and so it was enough that so you would literally come to school, you take off your boots, you put them outside, and they dry during the day. Snow boots, yeah. or, I mean, a moon boots. That's what I had. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we had bean boots when yeah. we were kids. Oh, we, we were fancy. Oh, wow. yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I think they might have been bass, yeah. but we had those, and then we would put on our school shoes, uh-huh. penny loafers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you were in uniform, guy. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So anyway, but yeah, so like. So to backtrack, we didn't fully say what they said. So they had gone to a bowling alley, and they didn't know why at the bowling alley they had to take off their shoes when they're coming in from two feet of snow. And it was because if you're walking around in that, it's going to get wet, which gets your bowling shoes wet, which makes it difficult to get around. So the the, the wood gets wet on mm -hmm. the lane, and then you would fall. Right. Yeah. Oh, the the whole thing. It just. But it blew my mind that they wouldn't even. But I guess maybe because our upbringing, it was different. Yeah. Do you have any idea what we're talking about? Like, a little bit. So you never had to do like you never experienced this. I don't think so. Yeah. It doesn't snow enough. Like right. it snows, but it doesn't snow enough. Right. Like, my, I don't think my man. students would. 
Yeah. But good. I like that. Way to circle back around. Uh, my mom did institute that policy. Like, I don't remember it being a policy. Like, I remember, like, junior high era, there was a sign that went on the door, take off your shoes. Like, At your house? She, yeah. She, like, um, she strictly enforced that. Actually, I take that back. Yeah, I definitely take them off in the garage. I had to do that at certain friends' houses. It was, it, was a garage, it was a garage, move. but also my feet stunk, so that's also why. Yeah, that's always I agree. awkward too. That's why the garage, especially in like high school. Years, yeah, yeah. But yeah. All right, let's kick it into birthdays and anniversaries. JB, what do you got for today? So actually, I'm going to go back to yesterday because there's some couple of cool birthdays yesterday. <laughs> JB, really circling back around. Reeling it, reeling it back. Like, I just uh, picture him like driving like the like the circle outside the Commonwealth. Or I'm sorry, Kroger Field, and he's just like, we're ready to go on alumni. He's like, no, we're going to go back to Nicholasville. No. Uh, well, no, you, I think you'll appreciate these. Well, yesterday, Tom, it was Tom Selleck's birthday. Ooh. And his mustache? Yeah. Like, think if, maybe his mustache is like seven years younger than him. <laughs> well, how old do you think Tom Selleck is? 75. Uh, he's exactly 75. But I, thought, <laughs> I, I think that was a little bit older than kind of in my mind. I thought I think he, was. he dyes his hair. Yeah. Uh, and then Oprah is 66. I would have thought a little younger. Not much, but a little young. She, I feel like she's one of those people, like, I think she's looked better as she's gotten older. I mean, she looks older yeah. now, but I'm saying she looks better as, like, a six-year-old woman than she did when she was a 30-year-old yeah. woman. Agreed. Did I ever tell you my mom was, like, asked a question on Oprah? No. So do you remember no, no. the book called The Rules? Uh, it was no. in the late 90s. It was about, like, these two women had written this book about like dating in the 90s and it was so my mom was very upset about this because she went to see Oprah in Chicago with my aunt and cousin my cousin so my aunt's daughter yeah and yes yes thank you and they'd gone to Chicago and when you go to a taping you don't know who like what the topic's going to be you just get to go so my mom was, so my mom was super excited to go to Oprah and she gets in there, and they're talking about this book about dating in the 90s called The Rules. And she's like, oh, I don't want to see that. She's, so, she's like, I'm not, she's like pouting, whatever. She goes, I wasn't planning on asking a question, but then I did. <laughs> so, so the rolling credits of this episode, my mom stands up, and she's like, I have four, I don't remember what her question was. She's like, I have four kids, and blah, blah, blah. And she makes some comment or question. And so my mom was on Oprah. And my, for her. My, my, my cousin's sitting there like, Mortified <laughs> yeah. that my mom's talking. I remember we VHF, VHS recorded it, but yeah. So uh, Lisa was on Oprah. They're about the same age. My mom's gonna be sixty-five. Oprah's a year older. There you go. Yeah. Um, you today's that? birthday. Yes. Today's birthday. One of uh, the star of one of the best sports movies that has ever been made. Gene Hackman. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Hoosiers. Let me guess again. I'm gonna go eighty-two. Uh, Okay. Anyone other guesses? No. So that's eighty-two. I, right? I saw your no. piece. I saw your piece of paper. So I He's do not. He's much want older. He is ninety today. Gene Hackman's ninety. Yeah. But I think he is like he, he hasn't been in things lately. So I think he is at a point where not he's well. retired. Like, like Jack Nicholson has admitted he can't remember lines. Anymore. Jack Nicholson can't. Yeah. Wow, ninety. Yeah. Yeah, you're right though. I haven't seen him in a long time. Maybe since Royal Tenenbaums. But is also someone was he who had a much bigger later career yes. than early career. Agreed. Yeah. Ninety. Yeah. Huh. Good one. Uh, the thirty-first, Justin Timberlake. 30. Oh wait, I, well, I have some things for the thirtieth. Okay. Please Let's go ahead. Circle back around. We're going back to Nicholasville. Um, so, 1948, Gandhi 
was assassinated by an extremist. What, this is a quick note. This isn't what I was talking about, but he was an attorney. He was? Yeah. He was a lawyer. He graduated law school in like when he was like 22. Anyway. Hard to imagine someone wearing a bed sheet. As a yeah. Well, I don't think... Well, he wasn't... He wasn't doing this stuff. But anyway, it got me thinking about famous that, people... I thought I a much better response. Rolling, rolling, rolling in with a bed sheet. Well, he gave I declare. Up, okay, okay. <laughs> he wanted to look at the, the Statue of Justice. But it know? got I mean, me thinking on, about famous people that are only known by a name. Whether okay. at first they're like... So Madonna, Donnie, well, Elvis. Well, so hold on. So like the Friends episode where Rachel goes like Cher or Moses... So that's my always my go-to line, Sharon Moses. But what are some other ones? We talked about Kobe, and then LeBron, LeBron came up in conversation, and then Michael or Jordan, either one, really, if you're talking about Michael could be Michael Jackson or Michael Jordan. True. Probably, right? I just guess more along the lines of basketball. I was thinking Michael or uh, Jordan. Jordan, we definitely Jordan, would know. Yeah. But any other ones that you all? Yeah. Bono. I had Bono. Sting. Uh, mm-hmm. Sting. Ooh, Madonna. Sting. Madonna. Elvis. Yeah. Elvis, uh, Elvis is probably one of the yeah, best yeah. ones. And then I think any Garth. president, Garth, got, yeah. any president, because you got Ludacris. Obama. Lud- well, but that's that's a stage He only name. has one name. Oh, Chris. No, Chris. Yeah, it's Chris uh, Bridges or something. Chris Bridges. Yeah, but that's a nickname. I'm yeah. talking about like their actual name. name that they oh, know. yeah. Well, and then I think any president, like you say Obama or Trump or Reagan, mm-hmm. you know who we're talking about. But yeah. it just kind of got me thinking, like, everyone knows who Gandhi is. Like, yeah. just the one name. Uh, I want to get to that point where just if you say Joe... You just know who I am. Well, Actually, I probably got to go with Delbert. I got to go with Delbert. Um, what about Nelly? Is that his name? I don't now? think that's his name. I think that's another stage name. Well, fudge. What about you and your rappers? What about, uh, what's his first name? I think, I don't know. You don't know? Something. Nelly's? No. Gandhi. Oh, Mahatmas. Yeah. Is it? Um, I know his name is... I think it's... No, it's Mahatman. Nelly's name is Cornell Irel Haynes Jr. Yeah, what a great, better name. Don't, don't another, even look up Akon's name. No, another fun fact to circle back around, when we talked about the controversial uh, Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson, he was also on that halftime show with Kid Rock and P. Diddy. Speaking of Kid Rock, <laughs> <laughs> two summers ago, up in Harbor Springs, Kid Rock was partying on a boat in Harbor Springs, and I waved to him from afar. Didn't All right, say, let's just uh, move on. Yeah. This is getting out of hand. Did, did the boat say chilling the most on the back? It did. <laughs> it said all summer long. Yeah. Um, all right, two more things. Oh, boy, this is going off the rails. Uh, 1961, Patsy Cline's I Fall to Pieces is released. What? <laughs> but listen, but here's why I mentioned this. Like, well, I have a reason. I have okay. a rationale. Quickly. 30 okay. seconds. Okay, so when we were growing up, my mom's parents always gave my parents money to buy a family gift. So one year it was a foosball table. One year it was... So one year we got a karaoke machine, and on the karaoke machine it came with a CD, and on the CD was Patsy Cline's "I Fall to Pieces," <laughs> Bette Midler's "From a Distance," the Carpenters had something on there, and Bob Seger's "Old Time Rock and Roll." <laughs> so I was so excited that we got this karaoke machine. I invited one of my friends over, and that was our selection. This is probably circa ninety three, ninety four. And so I got really good at singing Patsy Cline's "I Fall oh, to Pieces." I thought you. I thought you were gonna say like your sisters mastered that, and then you. No, no, oh, no, you sang the whole thing. No, 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 no. Yeah, like we mastered all of those. Okay. And I tried looking it up today to see if like there was some CD somewhere out there that had these on, but I know those. There's probably a couple. What was the Carpenter song though? Like. 
don't know. Master, uh, we were too busy singing, you know, yeah, Pat Midler, man. I, I, right. I was from a distance. The world looks blue All right. and green. All right, so anyway, so All that's right. why I saw that. It made me chuckle. <laughs> All right, and then my last one, another music-related one, 1969. The Beatles made their last public um, performance or appearance together on top of Apple Records mm-hmm. in London. I'm going to ask you a question. This is a trivia question. I knew the answer. So that was the last time they performed together in public. What song did they sing? What was their last song? Hmm. Uh, and it's very apropos. So if you know any Beatles songs, you would you'll get this. What would uh, help for my friends? No, nope, good guess. Uh, I don't think it'd be Yellow Submarine. No. <laughs> I don't know. Let it down. Let it be. Oh. Mm. Gosh, so let it be. Those are last. And they actually got pulled out like they weren't supposed to perform there, and then they got shut down. But Let It Be was the last song they played together as a band. Interesting. So. All right, tomorrow, Jamie, what do you got? Oh, no, let's circle back around. <laughs> so tomorrow is Justin Timberlake, 38 years old. Okay. Sounds about right. Yeah. Interesting. We've told, told it before. Uh, Phil and I went to a very last minute to a Justin Timberlake concert in the last year. Mm. We sat in the – we couldn't even sit. We were in the very upper row of Rep Arena. Um, there was a lot of marijuana smoking going on. <laughs> and um, even though I fancied myself a NSYNC and Justin Timberlake fan – had no clue how many ballots he had. Like, mm-hmm. it was the most drawn-out concert, and I think we... we the Man left. from the Woods? <laughs> yes, I was at all that, that show. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, we went to the hills. And, uh, yeah, and we left, I think, 30 minutes early. We, I wasn't... Yeah. It was fine, but, yeah. Any other birthdays tomorrow? No. Um, there are more, but I only chose one. All right, so I'm excited for this part. <laughs> oh, We're going to go to Connor. So here we go. No, I don't like In this. In 1865... There was an amendment. <laughs> yeah. There was an amendment that abolished slavery. Mm-hmm. Name that amendment. What number? Oh, shit. Um, and then we'll let other people guess, but I want Connor to go amendment? first. Yeah, what uh, number amendment was it? First of all, do you know how many amendments there are? Not really sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going I'm to go either, uh, I think 13. 13? Oh! No, there's not 13, but it was the 13th Amendment. Okay, that's what I, I, mean, that's what I meant, 13. Okay, it are was. Like, are there like 24, 23? Close, 27. 27. All right, that's yeah. better, okay. Right. So 13th Amendment abolished slavery. Um, there are 27. Um, can you name any? So we know the first tenor is called the... The, what? Oh, the Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights. (laughs) Okay, so the Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. Can you name what any of the 11 to 27 did? Anyone? Right to vote for women. Okay, okay, women's suffrage, yep. Mm. What was that? Ban drinking. And then said, nah, we can drink. So that was 18 and 21. Mm -hmm. Any other ones? I'm going blank. Uh, Term limits for president. Uh, There's another big one. Um, There was a couple that didn't really matter as much, but... Uh, when was the most recent one? I don't know. You might, I'm going to you don't guess on this too. So when was the last time an amendment was added to the Constitution? What year? I would think it would be giving like African Americans the right to vote. Okay, so what year? Uh, it had to be like this. Just trying to think, because like the Civil Rights Movement stuff that was what around the early '60s. All right. I don't know. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> it, uh, is it before the like the '40s? So you're the 40s, you're the 60s. Go, go ahead and pick a decade. <laughs> well, um, we repealed Prohibition in 1933. Yeah. 21st Amendment. Oh, no, I'm definitely not right. So it's been six cents. 
That was the one with Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> you see dead people? But it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a while. But, okay, yeah. let me tell you what the amendment is, and then we'll take a guess real quick. Let's, we'll go quick. So it denies that any laws that the salaries for Congress members can't be changed until the next time representatives are elected. Oh, so, because senators are six years, representatives are two years. Yeah. And so it allows them to not be changed midterm. Okay. Can I change my number? Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with mid 50s. Okay. Same. Okay. No, I still don't know. 1992. Oh, the year. So I, I, I was the same way until I saw that. I did not know that that was the most recent amendment. I thought it was. A, it's been a long time, but it has. If you think about it, it's also been almost 30 years. But yeah. anyway, Wait, so what is it again? Congressmen can't thing. change the salary structure for someone in Congress until the start of a new representative's term. So, like when all the new reps come in, that's when they can change the salary. So they vote it, but it doesn't take effect till the next Congress. Begins, correct. Yes. Okay. So, I don't really think that's a big deal, but no, it's just it's to prevent them from increasing their own salaries until they get reelected, essentially. Or if they don't, then it, they don't get right. It. So I understand the rationale. There are two like states can pass things to be to like it can go. There's a couple different ways in which an amendment can be ratified. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two thirds or the president, and then if the president or sorry the. They vote on it, the president vetoes it, then they can... Well, actually, I don't know for amendment. No, like, there, it can come up from states, like, state, either vote by a state vote or a legislature. Bill. Yeah. Or it can pass, it can come... Let me look into this. I'm, I'm not saying, I just, I don't know enough about amendments, just because there, there hasn't been one in 30 years, but... I'll give a rundown of the Electoral College, our next podcast. <laughs> and that's one of the amendments. No, the one of the amendments was... Talking about when Washington, D.C. was mm-hmm. became part of the Electoral College, that people that reside in, I think it was like 25th. Taxation without representation, they're big on that. Everyone is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one other thing tomorrow, uh, the first soap opera debuts, These Are My Children is the name of it. I've never watched, I have no interest in soap operas. I don't care about them, but. Same. Would you say These Are My Children? Is that the same as? All my children, yeah, I don't know. I was say, yeah, I was, I was but 1949, these are my children. All right, so what's going on this weekend, JB? So February 1st, Harry Styles turns 25, a member of, former member of New Direction. Or one, one Direction. direction. New Direction. He, he went a New, he went, he went a new Direction yeah. after One Direction. New Directions was, the I think, the thing on Klee, right? But One Direction, he was a guest host and musical guest on Saturday Night Live this year. I would argue one of the best episodes of did the he, season. Did he... Participate in skits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was the host? He was the host and musical guest. Oh, I missed all, that one. Yeah. Uh, he had a really, like, the opening thing, he was, like, playing the piano, but, like, he wasn't really playing the piano type type thing. Interesting. And, yeah. Because usually it's been political for the openings, always. I gotta go back and find that one. Was it this year or last year? This year. Hmm. Yeah. We usually watch it every week. Uh, yeah, check your... I don't know. Hulu Live, yeah, TV Hulu, Plus. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Cloud buddy. DVR. Your YouTube TV paused last night in the middle of the game. It only paused for a little bit. <laughs> uh, we have been over at other viewers' house where there have been many pauses. True. And Not mine. Things. Yeah, I get yeah. off the Wi-Fi. And I shut down all the things. Shut, off the, the shut it down. <laughs> Password protected. Any others this weekend? Uh, that's it. Okay. I do. Yeah, oh, okay. No, no, no. All of that for something other. 
I can't figure out how to get like I want the TV to be on the five GHH, uh-huh. but it's on the three on the the lower one. And I yeah. can't figure out how to like switch. I'll help you. Okay. I'll come over. You got you got shotgun weddings over there. Yeah. You've stopped me. You've like check a wedding. Some either selects. one would be good for you. I would check also argue selects. that I have probably the most well-stocked bottom shelf of beer. In it, all it's of quite. A, it's quite impressive. Well, and the most diverse because you're able to accommodate me, Nick, Connor, who all have very diverse tastes. Well, yeah. Some of it's still left over from that one tailgate where we had a lot of extra beer. And so I like think that. I did get one of those shotgun weddings last No, night. that wasn't in there. But yeah, that one, that one, most recent thing of shotgun wedding has kind of. Uh, my first couple were good. My last one was a little. The, but the one I just I it just didn't stop me those. from drinking about right, it. Right, but it has uh, it didn't have it. the sweet vanilla taste. It had more of a rusty vanilla yeah. taste. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, all right, a couple things this weekend. This isn't a happy birthday or an anniversary, but it's uh, wish me good luck. I take my first of two principal tests on Saturday. Yay! So finally, I finished school last year, but I've dragged my feet. I thought I was able to take the test once I had a position because they're very expensive, mm. but apparently I'm not able to accept or be offered a position until I've passed my tests. Mm. I'm not worried about the test so much, but uh, please wish me luck. This first one is the easier of the two. It's multiple choice, but I'm taking that Saturday morning. Um, I'm going to skip one of these other ones. Also, in 1994, this weekend, Green Day Dookie was mm-hmm. released. Um, so I was a big Green Day fan in the mid-90s, then kind of got away from it a little bit. What? You want a little punk rock? Yeah, well, hold rock on. I'm going to get to it. But then in the early 2000, mid-2000s, when I moved back to Florida, a buddy of mine had given me tickets, and I went to go see Green Day in Sunrise, Florida, which is over by Fort Lauderdale. And it was a top three concert. They were amazing. They were so entertaining. They were awesome. But it got me thinking, like, who of that 90s era genre was your favorite? So, like, Nirvana, Pearl Jam. You know, like, any of it, JB? No. What did you listen to in the 90s? Country. Bobby Brown? Country. George Strait? Garth? Garth, yeah. Yeah. I see, I was. Why you're putting me on the spot? I didn't get. I didn't get into the country. I didn't get into country until like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, I was like, I had like the the. You were thinking, I, Pets Klein, I fall to pieces. No, I had like <laughs> Bette Miller. Yeah, boy band move or like the early the first. Okay, boy time band out. Thing. You're getting upset with me about Green Day, and then you're in the boy bands. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> I don't expect you to be a. a uh, Connor, what about you? Grunge uh, guy. I, w- I liked grunge. Well, in the in the nineties, uh, well, I was, was just, just I was just born, so I listened <laughs> to my, some of my dad's music. Uh, uh, I'd probably say it was Red Hot Chili uh, the Bare Naked Ladies and Ooh, Dave okay. Matthews Band. Well, that's okay, like that's not grunge. Okay, never mind. Right, well, I, was, uh, I, yeah, did, so, I did have a Green Day CD. <laughs> so yeah, we we had a three disc changer uh, in our five. Bedroom. It was no, five. it was three. Katie had the five. We no, had a three. I have a five. Uh, so yeah, we we listened to Green Day. Well, you shared a bunk beds. Yeah, a lot of room for activities. But we had Green Day Dookie. Who was on top? That's why. No, I was early, and then I, I I always chose where I wanted. So if I wanted him to move, we would move. We moved. So like early on when I was old, like so when I was like eleven and he was seven, I was on top. And then when I got to high school, he went up top. Okay. But then uh, right. but anyway, so yeah, so in our disc changer though, we'd have to switch out because we had too many. But we had Green Day Dookie, Weezer's Blue Album, uh, Pearl Jam Pathology. Um, uh, Bush, Bush 16 Stone, uh, Nirvana Unplugged in New York. Uh, so again, like all okay, those. By the way, we didn't have these. I had these. <laughs> all, Offspring Smash. So again, like all those. The, uh, the, I was a big fan of the Unplugged 
version. Really so that good. was good. Well, and there was a lot uh, of covers in that album. Yeah. yeah. But okay, uh, so you like Nirvana? Weezer. I like Weezer. Weezer. Weezer was good. I like that album. I think. Okay. Yeah. Beverly Hills by Weezer. Uh, anyway. That was the 2000s. All right, a couple, other, th- couple other things this weekend. A couple other trivia-type questions, and then we'll move on. We'll just do quick guesses on these. Um, on Sunday, so which is the 2nd, in 1653, New Amsterdam becomes a city in the United States. What is New Amsterdam New Amsterdam known as today? Connor first. Uh, the vodka? <laughs> the Pink Whitney? <laughs> no. <laughs> New Amsterdam is still a current city in yes, the United States. Uh, I'm going to go marijuana? No, what? It's a city's name, like Chicago. I'm done. I'm done with today. Okay, <laughs> do you know? Uh, New York City. Correct. Yeah. New York City. So New York City. So sixty feet, a little earlier than I thought it was for New York City. And honestly, during the American Revolution, there was only like ten to twenty thousand people that lived in New York, so it was pretty small. Anyway, okay. Well, that Gangs of New York movie, like you know, there were. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, well, he's a real animal. <laughs> All right, two. Th- huh? Was it Cameron Diaz in it too? Yeah, and yeah. Leo. Yeah, yeah, Leo and some there. other people. Yeah, probably some other actors. Probably some other actors. Why are we whispering? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, last. Uh, no, two more. Sorry. Uh, in 2004, Roger Federer for the first time becomes world number one. He went on to hold that title for how many consecutive weeks? It's insane. So I'll let everyone quit make a quick guess. I'm blown away by this, but I'll let everyone make a quick guess. So 2004, he became number one, and how long did he hold that number one spot? I don't know many weeks. Well, all right. We'll and this is consecutive, weeks. not okay. that he wasn't number one and then came back. Like, how many consecutive weeks did he hold the number one I'll spot? Go, I'll go with uh, I'll go with uh, 23. Okay. No, like, I was going to say like 200 weeks. Okay. Uh, I'll go 150. I don't know. Combine your two scores. Oh. 237 uh, weeks. See, I had 218 right here. Oh, you should have picked it. I did four years, 52 yeah. weeks at four years. Me yeah. and JB were already combining our scores. Oh, we, we that's talked good. About it. I think yeah. he carried we the t- team. We talked about it. That's like they, when they, they were playing like, doubles. That's like they when like, like the guy that was like the worst player on like the Bulls is like, yeah, me and Michael Jordan averaged 33 points a season together. Like I, I gave I gave I gave JB 23 assists. I gave 23 assists to JB. So first 218. Points. I, that's incredible though. 237 weeks. And I'll have to go back. We'll have to talk about this another time. But Tigers got something crazy too as being oh, number yeah. one. But. That's the that's a, the Kyle Macy line. Like his Kyle Macy played on the Bulls with oh yeah Michael okay. Jordan. But yeah. a lot of yeah, people yeah, use yeah. that nonsense. Like or me and so and so combined to hit seventy two home runs this year. I hit two. Speaking of which, I was shocked that Scotty Pippen's son plays for Vanderbilt. Junior, he got the junior the <laughs> yeah. jersey. They're not very good. Just like uh, and we almost lost to Brooks him. Junior. Yeah. <laughs> I would go, let's go Keon, and Jamie would go, Brooks Jr. <laughs> um, we talked about it earlier, Puxatawney Phil, 1887 was the first Groundhog Day. I'm He's not seen a show. There's no more winter coming. There's It's over. Well, our favorite weekend meteorologist, uh, Jill Sweat, her parents saw Yes, yes. <laughs> I love Jill Sweat because she also was a Billiken. Out on Spitz, she, she went to St. Louis. Yeah. She's from, yeah, and so she said, no, they had a staycation in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and they... And they, they the Paxitani delegation had come down for a public appearance. Correct. Should, yeah. we, do, should we do an over-under on that if he's going to see his shadow or not? You can. Go ahead. Over-under. I'm going to say he will see his shadow. Wait, let's, well, how's let's that over-under? Remember <laughs> uh, <laughs> the shadow over his head? Or let's just pick shadow or no shadow. But shadow means summer's more, coming. No. No, sh- uh, no shadow means more, no, six he, gets, more, he gets scared six more weeks and comes back, goes back in. And then if he doesn't see so shadow. It's, it's no more winter. I'm going to go shadow. Oh, it's over. Yeah. I'm going shadow. 
I'm going. Yeah, shadow. I'm going sure. no shadow. I think it's over. All right. Um, you all have anything else? Because I'm going to combine my last happy birthday anniversary into my closing thoughts. Go Please. for it. Okay. Um, I'm very proud. I'm a proud dad right now. My son Bo turns one next. I believe it's on Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Oh, I don't know that. I know it's February 5th. So he turns one on February 5th, which is a Wednesday. Um, this year has changed my life, which I know a lot of people say that when they have children. But he is the best thing that I've ever been a part of. He is amazing. We've had a great week together because I was on trainings and then I've got to take him, take him to and from getting picked up in different places this week. And um, I'm very happy for him to celebrate his birthday. We will be at Winchell's, which we've talked about. JB will not be there. Connor got his invitation. But I'm very excited for that. Lindsay and I have got a bunch of things planned for him. And we are very proud that our that – we, we're proud that we made it a year keeping him alive as well. Mm-hmm. So, Always positive. So, happy birthday, Bo. Yeah. Prayers and blessings to Bo. <laughs> prayers and blessings to Nick and Michaela. Uh, <laughs> prayers and blessings for uh, the end of January and for Puxatawney Phil. And, uh, and Phil the producer. Yeah. And Bono. And yeah. <laughs> no, you don't like foreign guys. I just don't think foreign people should sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. <laughs> He didn't sing the national anthem. He did the oh, halftime show. So what's J Lo doing with the halftime show? You're okay with the halftime? Uh, I'm not that excited about it. <laughs> I'm not that. excited she's, about it at all. I think she's a has been. Ooh, big time. Yeah. Hot take. Right. Well, she also hosted Saturday Night Live. This year? Yeah. Oh. I think you're on a different year. I no, think Harry Styles for sure has. Uh, J Lo has. Yeah, no, yeah, she just well. had that new movie that came out. Okay. All right, Jimmy. Until next time. Let's get to it. Bye. And this is my time. Yeah.